Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Hey, um, we've just been praying this morning for the presence of God and the peace of God to, yeah. to be um, with us. Thank you. Because the most amazing thing about the church Love isn't it. the building. It's not the, the high steeples and all that oh. sort of stuff. It's not the... And we, like, honestly, like Jamie and I were talking about this, church, we, we do church well. You know, I, I'm so glad we've got a team that have got excellence in them and, right. and they, they want to do this excellently for us. And it's not so that it looks good, it's just so that it's palatable and it's, and it, and it's the spirit of excellence yeah. in that. But this isn't what it's all about. Our, the main thing about the church is us being united and together. Yes. And yes. at the moment we can't do that physically, but we must endeavour to keep the unity of the spirit through the bonds of peace. We must so also be keeping, always be keeping, not also, always be keeping the unity of the spirit. It is an activation. It is a ministry of the Holy Spirit to have unity, but it's up to us to keep it to fight yeah. to keep it yes. and there is so much that's trying to um disunite us and disenfranchise us and and separate us at the moment dis- um and distance dis- us <laughs> oh my dis- goodness yeah and diss yeah. us yeah yeah i thought you said distance yeah well that works that then. too but all the disses yeah <laughs> it is it is working and doing that keep going yeah yeah Love so it. we must actually and this is what's probably going to come out flavored today we must keep our eyes on the on the prize on the main thing keep the main thing the main thing because there's so much that's trying to distract us because God's already moved because if we're following Jesus, then he's ahead of us. Yeah. And if you read in Psalms, it says he goes before us and he comes up behind us. He's in front of us and he's our rear guard as well. So we, God's already moved. Alpha and Omega. Yeah, exactly. So it's up to us to stay in tune and to actually hear what God is saying in this moment, this season right now, because heaven is always sowing. He's, he's always speaking. <laughs> yeah. So, Adrian, I'm going to throw it to you because you've got a... Yeah, we were sharing this during the week, and we've all just been talking. And I said, "Right, this is going to come together. We're going to have a discussion here today. You get to join in on it, but we don't get to hear you. You can throw some comments in the yeah. um, online chat if you want, but be kind. Yeah, be very kind. Respect the unity. Unity of the spirit <laughs> through the bond of peace. <laughs> so, um, uh, I wanted to start off with John eleven, John chapter oh, yeah. eleven. Come on, uh, which is an awesome passage. Uh, talking about starts off talking about the resurrection of Lazarus Jesus friend you're always going to say it's an awesome passage though I have to if you're going to say oh this is just a subpar passage never one of the minor prophets <laughs> minor just a, yeah <laughs> that's that's just me he just did more that minor prophet and and said less yeah yeah that's right <laughs> that's right so so in John 11 um he's Jesus is is doing some amazing work he's the miracle yep. he performs there in raising his friend from the yep. dead um, Lazarus this is going to be done for the glory of God this yeah. is going to bring glory to God mm. uh, he prophesies before before he goes and does it uh, declares that this is going to bring glory to God waits a little while read the scripture man John 11 that first part um, it's it's almost an insight into Jesus real close family yeah. friends Mary Martha Lazarus this is a really important family that he has mm. and and he loves them dearly he, he cries with them, weeps with them. Yep. Um, 
And man, he would have rejoiced with them when Lazarus came out of the tomb, oh. eh, wouldn't he? Well, that would have been a great time. He doesn't tell us what a celebration there was at that point, but wouldn't that just be like just dead set, dead set? <laughs> just like what? Yes. Yeah. Wow. So it's a great, it's a great lead up um, and an amazing miracle. Uh, but I want to pick it up in verse 47. Sorry, Jesse, I did not give this to you. Oh, Darcy. Um, Darcy, Jess. Doing a great job. Uh, so the amazing thing that Jesus does, and then the chief priests and the Pharisees convene a council. So, <laughs> so the national cabinet gets together yeah, um, because there's been some stuff happening and, and it needs to be dealt with. Um, it says, therefore, the chief priests and the, and the Pharisees, sorry, I'm not putting down the National Cabinet, I apologise, but it's just this example of the authorities and the people in power. Uh, 47. Yeah, okay, so what what are we doing? For this man is performing many signs. If we let him go on like this, all men will believe in him. But he's he's really the the crux of it. He says that, and the Romans will come and take away both our place. I like that. Yeah. Our place. our place. You know, our seat, my, my seat at the, this table of authority will take away this place that we've got here to make decisions and make rulings. They'll take it away and our nation. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the deal was, because obviously there's been some history to this. There's been some time there was some uh, events that happened that caused a ruckus and yeah. the Romans had to come in and sort things out yeah. and it wasn't good. No. It didn't end up well for those people No, there involved. was rebellions and all these type of things. Yeah. And, yeah. And and the Romans had to step in, so they're saying we want to we want to nip, nip this in the bud yep. and stop this from happening. Um, but one of them, Caiaphas, who who was the high the high priest that year, said to them, um, "You guys don't know anything at all. You know nothing at all. You don't understand a thing, right? <laughs> you really think that's the issue? Um, you know nothing at all. Nor do you take into account that this that it is expedient for you that one man will die for the people and that the whole nation not perish." Mm. Mm. He did not say this on his own initiative. This is astounding. But being the high priest that year, he had prophesied that Jesus was going to die for the nation. So he, the Holy Spirit he was had... led by the Spirit yes. in prophesying this earlier that year. Which makes sense because he's the high priest. He's the pri- high priest, yeah. So he, he should be operating yeah. in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, but obvi- So we'll read on, read on. Yep. Um, he did not say this on his own initiative, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus was going to die for the nation and not for the nation only, but in order that he might also gather together into one the children of God who were scattered. It actually says scattered over the whole world, mm. all of God's children. Wow. Um, so, And that's obviously being quite specific. He must have prophesied specifically Jesus' name and these things would bring together God's people, which is an amazing – we love that, don't we? Yeah. Because he's talking about us, right? Because we see this in hindsight that what, what he's prophesied is actually exactly what Jesus is going to do. Yeah. But they – he missed it. Oh. He prophesied this, yet he missed it. Mm-hmm. He went off on a tangent and – yeah, sorry. No, no, exactly. <laughs> You're exactly right because this is verse 53 straight after that. So from that day on, they planned together to kill him, to kill Jesus. Wow. So in the Passion, it says they, they committed themselves to killing Jesus. They committed themselves to killing Jesus. So that right there it astounds me mm. that you've got this amazing work of Jesus – Someone coming back from the dead, uh, a miracle, a, a, 
bona fide, verifiable miracle yeah. that that this guy is the real deal. So that, but then they meet together to try and stop that and manipulate it and just work out how they're going to stop it. Working together for God's plan, by the way. Mm. So this is God's plan that Jesus would die. Yep. They then become instruments of God's plan. But, yeah, with the wrong attitude of heart. The high priest. God still has his way. Prophesying along lines of the Holy Spirit. Yep. Speaking prophecy that has already happened. They knew it. The rest yep. of the Bible in the, yep. earlier on. So, and they know that because they're... They're the council, they're the Pharisees, they're the Sadducees, they're the guys who have studied the scriptures. They could memorize. They'd memorize it. They could quote probably every prophecy about the Messiah and who he was and how he's going to come. But then they would, they'd get together and say, can anything good come out of Galilee? You know, out of Bethlehem? And they're like, didn't you read your Bible? You know, didn't you read the Old Testament, the prophecies? That's where the, the Messiah would come from. So they had their eyes on the wrong thing. Yeah. They totally had their eyes on the wrong thing, even though they were getting the message from the Spirit, in, in filled with the Spirit and prophesying these things, they still tried to manipulate that oh. to bring about their ends and their means from a selfish agenda. But God still uses it. Yeah. yeah. God still has his way. Oh. Aren't you glad God still has his way, regardless yes. of how we try to manipulate things and how we try to fight for what we believe is, this is my right, this is my seat, and if they come in and take this away from me, then oh, it's, oh, the nation's going to dissolve. Everything of Everything, oh. my rights. You know. Sorry, I'm getting a bit worked up here, but it's so true. Mm. Oh, so the Jesus is the centre of it. Disciples have mm. their eyes focused on Jesus. Yep. Um, except for Judas, he's got his eyes focused on the money bag. Um, but, and God still uses him. Yeah. So, but the guys who have got their eyes focused on Jesus traverse through this time, keeping their eyes focused on the right thing, and we are reading about them. They're on the right side. These guys end up on the wrong side. Yeah. Yeah. Still put in the position of authority. They're, they're the high priest and, and all these guys. And, and he went, wow, this is Jesus. Jesus is the Messiah, the yeah. son of God. He, we can't be involved in killing him. We can't. Yeah. We've got to let this, we've got to support this guy. Yeah. But, okay, this is the way things happen. Wow. What do we do? Wow. What do I do in this time? Do I want to be, do I want to be looking back on, on my path or people looking back on my life? The fence did you fall on? When, when you had the tough times and the difficult times and the, the hard decisions and it was, it was back on and see the decisions that I made and, and who I supported and, and the unity that I kept. Mm. Because you'll keep unity with those around you, whether they're talking good or, or bad or, or manipulation or, or kingdom come, you know. Which one am I going to unify myself with, un mm. unite myself with? And and I want to be like the I want to be like the disciples. Yeah, uh, like like these guys, the high priests and the Sanhedrin and the Pharisees, were, were they against miracles? Did they not want to see good things happen? Did they not want to see the miraculous power of God? Are they were they so dead set against the miraculous power of God? That they were like, let's kill this guy because he's carrying that spirit of miracles. No. He's a no. They they would, and um, yeah, it's about Jesus, isn't it? Yep. And we want to be facilitating and working in 
that presence and that spirit of Jesus, especially in this day, especially in this time. More than ever, we need to be carrying that spirit of grace and that and peace. And and you've had some experiences lately, well, haven't it's, you? It's on us. That's what I love. You know, yeah. you're saying how it was prophesied then, and he got the, the prophecy right about how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Mm. And Jesus went about doing good. Come on. And healing all that. Oh, that's from the dead. Yeah. And God was with him. Yeah. And so now, you know, Jesus is sitting at the right hand and, and he's with us. Yeah. And he's empowered us with the same authority, the same grace that was on Jesus yes. performing those miracles yeah. is on us. And, and I believe the Holy Spirit actually wants to move through us Mom. the same way he moved through Jesus. He says, yeah. I love the scripture in John where Jesus says, you'll do greater things than I. Mm. Yeah. And I'd, like, I'd actually like to just do the things that you did, Jesus, yeah, just, before I progress on yeah. to the other things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like Come to you know, pass A before I get to, to stage B. Yeah. But faith would draw us to want to desire Mom. the yeah. things that he right. has performed and done mm. for us. So. That's right. Mm. And it's the power. So Yeah. And that, that presence, like that we have the ability to either carry that, that spirit of manipulation and trying to negotiate and work everything out and manipulate things to work out our way? Or aren't we meant to say, your kingdom come, your will be done? Exactly. You know, and also facilitate that in the, in the, the best way okay. that we can. And um, some of our conversations, you know, do you want to share some of those? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, so sharing with, with Pastor Stephen, thank you for letting me be here today, pastors. It's, yeah, don't stuff it. It's a privilege. Like don't nervous. stuff up when you're out. <laughs> I might as well just resign now. <laughs> I'm resigned. You'll do well. Yeah, I'm resigned to that. Fact. So, so what what's happened? Obviously, with with the last two years, mm. there's been a disassociation. The worst thing is not being able to meet together yeah. uh, as a church and and come together and worship and and pray together like we're used to. Yeah. And so, I believe in that isolation, God really had an opportunity for us to get closer to Him. Come on. And, and yes. it's understanding how, how we can draw near to him in those times. But there's also uh, the, what God's been unpacking in me. And over the course of my journey, once I got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, you know, I heard, I heard a, a preacher one day say that uh, words aren't just for communication, but they're also for creation. Yes. Oh, yes. And, and so we, we have the power of Jesus, yes. we have the authority of Jesus, we have yes. the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that raised God from yeah. the dead, him from the dead, rests and lives on me. Mm. And, and so we have the authority and the power to create worlds, yeah. change the atmosphere of our life um, in the power of the Spirit. Yes. And so I, 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 uh, I was saying to Pastor Adrian last time we were lucky to come together with there was 20 of us or so in church that day and, and, I, and he said, oh, what's been happening? And I said, God's been telling me to write messages. And so I've been preparing these messages for my workplace. So I, I remember one day he said, write a message on forgiveness. And so I'm sitting there <laughs> and I started writing a message on forgiveness and then write a, a message on, on grace. And, and so I'm writing these messages and then one of my jobs, I've got many jobs, COVID sort of, through a spanner in the works. I was in transition at the start of COVID and then lost my job. And so God's grace and, and, and blessing has just been amazing for the last two years as a provider. Yeah. And, uh, and Isn't that good? he's just looked after our family. My wife has a, an amazing job 
Um, but I've been, you know, I've started a couple of businesses, believing God's favour and blessing on it. But with these messages that he told me to write, one of the things that I do is I, uh, part-time I do uh, funeral services. And um, I, get, I get the phone call and I say, Jamie, we've got one of the hard ones for you. I don't get the Christians. I don't get any, because the ministers do it. The pastors get all the, you know, if you're in this church, you'll get the pastor do it. So they ring back and go, we've got a hard one for you. And, and so if I could just, I'd like what I was sharing with Pastor Steve, and, and a, a, this is about the authority that we have to take control over the spirit of the air. And so we have the authority, and it's, and it's relevant in our world. I'm not out there preaching like Benny Hinn all over the world. I'm here yeah. influencing the people that I work with. Yeah. I'm here influencing the people. I, I'm a minister of the gospel to the people that I That's touch great. every day. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's kids that I train in yeah. b- basketball or football or if it's people that I'm, I minister to people, I get this amazing opportunity. So I get this phone call one day and it was a funeral service where they actually were talking about calling the police. The family were fighting and you get to see the best and worst, they say, at funerals and sometimes weddings. Um, <laughs> the best of people, the stress that comes around weddings, but it's, it's, more, it's more at the end of life where you, see, you can see the best and usually the worst. And So I had this family where I had uh, one half who, who hated everybody and the other half pretty much wanted to kill everybody. And so the guys have rang me and said, it's a tough one, good luck. <laughs> And so, so I, I walk in and go, okay, greater is he that's in me. Yes, yes. On yes. me. And so I, I just called, G- I need Jesus in this moment. Holy Ghost, give me the authority to pull down any stronghold that yep. these guys, if, yep. there's, if there's a spirit of dissension, there's a spirit of division, there's a spirit, there was actually a spirit of murder. We had Woo! some of the biggest ice dealers in this family. I knew what I was up against, but they don't scare me. Because yep. greater is he that's yep. in me than he's in the world. And so this is a confession that we have to make on ourselves yes. to take authority. So I, I went into this service right. to take the notes prior to get everything prepared. And, uh, and literally, I had one family, just broken family. And, and so the anointing come. And the, the forgiveness message that it, God told me to write a few weeks before I said, can I just stop you guys? Because they're all talking about each other. I said, can I just stop you guys? Right now, you need to stop this. You need to go into your mother, open the casket, say farewell. You need to say, I forgive you, I bless you, and I release you. And they go, why the hell would I do that? <laughs> and I said, because it has bound you up Mom. all your life. I said, Ooh. the reason your kids and your grandkids are fighting with you next door is because the spirit that you've let get on yourself and they're going who is this guy they're not christians (laughs) these these people aren't saved and i said you need to go and forgive and i said you need to forgive yourself and now then you need to go in and ask for forgiveness as well and they're like why would i just say just go and do it (laughs) go and do it because you're in bondage go and do it yeah and so so i had this conversation with but and they're going okay okay and then so the day of the service comes and, and it got out of hand again and, and so the police were going to be called. And I don't know, I'm not having this. Come on. I, I serve the Prince of Peace. Come on. I serve the God who, who if I call down angels, they'll come for me. Yeah. And so I just said, God, and so I got there about an hour early and said to the blokes, can I just run around and just pray? And they've gone, whatever, Jamie. Whatever you have to do, Jamie. <laughs> whatever, Jamie. And so, so I was literally running around the, the, the auditorium, laying hands on the seat, calling 
for the peace and the power of the Holy Spirit to flood this place. I'll take the authority that's on me, yep. given to me because of what Jesus yes, did on the cross. On, Jesus. Nothing I can do yep. except believe by faith that I have the authority to call Love peace it. into the atmosphere. Thank you, Jesus. Long story short, this family, the service goes off without a hitch. I have people ringing me after, asking if I could counsel them. Um, there's unity happening in the family. It's just a whole turnaround. All because of God's anointing in the middle of yeah. their mess. His grace. Yeah. His grace. Yeah. And, and was that the one where the, the, the funeral guy came up to you and said, is this what you've been talking about? He's, he's said that a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he goes. There was there was one the? one service we had where, uh, and uh, just the last one where I had a, a an elderly lady, and the family were all atheists, and in the meeting with them, they they're like they were actually bagging out Christians in the church, and so I said, whatever, guys, I'm bigger shoulders, I'm old enough and ugly enough to take this, <laughs> and and understanding that I'm going to be doing what I need to do, and so you do it with respect and with honour, and they and I said. Do you want me to say my normal line for non-Christians is, would you like me to include um, the, the Lord's Prayer or any psalms or any songs? And they, oh, yeah, do the Lord's Prayer. And the lady goes, oh, my mum was actually a believer and she loved Jesus. I said, oh, so do you mind if I say that some stuff about heaven and what God thinks of us to take us to heaven? She goes, sure. <laughs> <laughs> never, give, uh, never give an evangelist. Ah. The, <laughs> And so it was only the 10 of us, the 10 family, and had, we're out at the, the cemetery. And so I was believing for, for God's presence and his power to touch this family. And as I started to... As I started with the scripture that Jesus says, I have a house, I have a place prepared for you, and I'm going to come and take you there. So I looked up at the family and it was like heaven fell out of the sky on us. And I looked up and I said, did you feel that? Wow. And atheists hate church, hate Christians and weren't scared to tell me. They're looking like this. And then I looked up and the funeral guys are going, what? <laughs> what is this? And there was this peace, there was this anointing. And, and I said, can you feel that? I said, this is God confirming to you that your mother loved Jesus. And Jesus says, I'm the truth, the way no one can come to the Father but through me. Right now, this is the seal that he is showing you that she's in heaven. That peace you're feeling is God's confirmation that he's taken his beautiful daughter home. Yeah. And they're all going. Oh, it's God. also the peace she lived with on the earth. It's amazing. Yeah. And so, so, yeah, so I get these amazing opportunities and, and believe that's what God has for all of us. That's what he yes. wants for all of us. Yeah. I, I, I generally tell myself I'm full of it. Yeah, come on. I'm full of it. We, we, yeah, you know uh, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're full of it too, Steve. Yes, what about me? I, you're getting filled. Oh, I... <laughs> it's already on you, man. You don't no, need I... it. It's already on you. And, and it's so, been smeared and, all over you. And so I'm talking about the Spirit of the Lord. And so yes. Jesus, yes. He, he left. Yeah. He left us here on this earth, not so we could be hopeless and without authority and without power. Come on. He saved us for a purpose. And the purpose yes. is to build his church, to go into all the world yes. and, and to minister yes. in our sphere. We have, we have the anointing that was on Jesus 
Can I, can I share something about the anointing? Oh, Is that all right? Yeah. Can I read Numbers, Numbers 11, Woo. verse 16? Has anyone heard of a little guy called Moses? <laughs> I think I did. So verse 16, so Moses, the Lord said to Moses, gather to me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and the officers over them, and bring them to the tabernacle, the tabernacle of meeting, and stand there and may and they may stand there with you. Then I will come down, and I will talk with you there, and I will take the spirit that is upon you, and I will put the same spirit upon them. The amazing thing that happened in this scenario is that Moses has an anointing on him that took 70 men to carry it. Think about that. That is cool. He had an anointing on him. He had the power and the presence of God on him. That God said, I need 70 leaders to put that same power on. And after God divided the the power up between those 70 leaders, it says in verse 25, Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to him, and he took the spirit that was upon him. And this is what I love, because the spirit can be taken and put upon us. That's awesome. Mm. And he placed the same upon the 70 elders and it happened. When the Spirit rested upon them, when the Spirit gets on you, have you guess what you start doing? Come on. You start prophesying. Yeah, you start You start speaking to the, to the atmosphere over your life. You have yeah. authority. Yeah. You understand yeah. the authority yeah. and, and the leadership that was on them. It was more than just leadership. They were prophesying. They started speaking the Word straight away. So when the, word, when the Spirit of God gets on us... Yeah. We're out prophesying, we're speaking yep. the word. It's just, it's in the nature of the spirit. It comes out. And yep. it's on us. Yes. We're full of it. I love yes. it. Yeah. And our job is just to have the revelation of how full we want to be. Yeah. Oh, come on. And how we activate it, how we live in it, how we live in it. And so I, I love when you, you read through to the end of that scripture, it says, but two men remain. So they actually all stopped. They prophesied, but they never did it again. The, the fear of the Lord come on them. But two men had remained in the camp. One was named Eldad and the other was Medad. And the Spirit rested upon them. Now they were among those listed, but who had not gone out to the tabernacle. Yet they prophesied in the camp. And the young man ran to Moses and said, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. I wish my dad was prophesying in the camp. He's not saved, so I've always... (laughs) So Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. So Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, one of his choice men answered and said, Moses, my Lord, forbid them. Yeah, stop them. So what will happen is, is you get the Spirit of God on you and start prophesying and running around in your work. People are going to try and stop that thing on you. Don't let them. Because this is what Moses said. He says, are you zealous for my sake? Oh, that the Lord's people were prophets and the Lord would put his Spirit upon them. Yeah. So God, is, God, through Moses, he's saying, Moses saying, oh, that the Lord's people were prophets. Not just those two guys. Not just yeah. those Old two people. guys. So 68 of them stopped. Oh. 68 of them stopped and two guys are going, man, how good's this? Yeah, I've got the go. Holy Ghost yep. on me. I'm prophesying. I'm speaking the word of God. And then guys are running going, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. That's Moses' job. And, and Moses is going, hey, are you zealous for me or for God? And so he put, and he says, oh, that the Lord's people were prophets 
and the Lord mm. will put his spirit upon them. I believe that the prophetic anointing, and, and we don't need to be a prophet to have an anointing to prophesy. No, it doesn't have to be thus saith the Lord or anything it's, like it's, that. It's literally in, in the situation that I've mm-hmm. been in, in my, my positions, my job. I just I, I prophesy over the atmosphere that I, yep. I prophesy peace. Yes, come on. When there's disunity in families. I, I, I prophesy and take authority that mm. I know we have in our Lord and Saviour. And, and I know that the Holy Spirit, God, watches over his word to perform it for us. Yeah. So we have to do is step out in faith, yep. step into our authority. i got plenty Come more on. stories, yeah. so I'll, ta- I'll let it back to you, love Pastor. It. I just love the authority that the Holy Spirit wants to use through us, and it's always yeah. to take, take his word and speak it into life yeah. over us and to over, over others. Amen. Yeah. And I... Same way, I agree and I, I just say, yes, this is the potential that we have. Just as the, the Sanhedrin and the Pharisees were saying, this guy's performing miracles, we're not, yeah. but he is. So what do we do? Do we come under him and then start performing miracles and prophesying? All and all this? Oh, no, let's kill him. Yeah, all let's they need to do is go back and read, read Numbers yeah. 11 and go, hold on, Moses is saying. Yeah, yeah this is uh, a good thing. How many times do we this miss it? This is a good thing. Everything that we've been established in the law of Moses, actually Moses says this is better. Yes. This is what you were aiming for. This is the thing that we're aiming for. And I know at times when we've had conflict in the home, whether it's, you know, um, like kids having trouble with other kids at school or whatever it was, and, and you know, there's nothing you can do. You can counsel, you can, but you can take authority in the spirit. And I remember some nights, you know, going in, we would lay hands on our kids while they were asleep. We would, um, even when they weren't at home, we'd anoint their pillows with oil and we'd prophesy, you know, peace over their beds and we'd start speaking, you know, that they'd have dreams and God would reveal himself to them. And, and so we, and I remember some nights walking around the home just, absolutely taken authority over the atmosphere and the spirit of this age that's trying to permeate our home when we're meant to be carriers of the kingdom of God. Exactly. And um, oh, I, I'm so glad Jamie does these things. Yes. I'm so glad you're doing the funerals, the tough ones. The tough you know? <laughs> I get the tough ones. Because, it, and no joke, these guys all say he's the best. Isn't that astounding? I, I'm just going to, you yeah, know, pump you up a little bit don't. here, you know, encourage you. It's you know it, though, don't you? You know you're good. <laughs> um, so I'm going to actually read out of Second Thessalonians three, and um, this is interesting because Second Thessalonians two talks about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the end of the age, and and what's going to actually transpire, yeah. and it talks about all that leading up to it and what's going to happen. That's another time because I could get caught up on that and just go, wow, let's really sink our teeth into this so that we can understand. But that's up to each one of us to go and and Revelation, the book of Revelation, it says there is a blessing for those who read this book. If you haven't read Revelation, you need to read it and you need to ask for understanding as you're reading it because it sets out what is going to transpire. Don't bring anybody else's doctrine into it and don't try to read books on it. Just read it and ask for the Holy Spirit to reveal to you exactly what can the I just Father's back, saying. Can I back Please. Up on that? Please don't YouTube it. Oh. Don't, don't just podcast it. I mean, don't Facebook wow. it. Don't grab someone else's revelation on this. Opinion. Because God has got his own revelation for you, for me. Uh, and, and if you grab someone else's, it's going to be mixed in with some other dirt and muck and maybe even some sewage along the line. You don't know what else, what other 
um, contaminations you're going to get from it. Go to the source. Yeah. Go to the source. And it's okay. Once you've read it, then go and ask someone. Say, what, what, hey, have you read Revelations? Yeah. What, what do you think about this or about that? Um, but, but get it from God first. Get it from him. What do you say about the rule of the first? Get it from yeah, him first. Yeah. Don't just, rule don't of just first let mentioned. the first be something else mm. um, that's mixed up. So, sorry. I'm, yeah. It's just really important. But we're coming back to this because in 2 Thessalonians 3.1, yes. it says, finally. In others, it says, on other matters. <laughs> you know, in the, oh, that's the one that's coming up on the screen. Uh, in other matters, in the New International Version. Um, it says, finally, in the Passion Translation, you can read it in the NIV on the screen. Finally, dear brothers and sisters, pray for us. See, he's talking about the day of the Lord, the spirit of this age that's, um, and the, the man of lawlessness that's going to be revealed and he's going to bring destruction and he's going to bring all these things and there's going to be rebellion and there's going to be um, like spiritual signs and wonders and everyone's going to marvel at it. And he goes, but regardless of all that, dear brothers and sisters, pray for us that the Lord's message will continue to spread rapidly and oh. its glory be recognised everywhere just as it is with you. And But in the verse before, in the chapter before, it says when this man is revealed, it says that Jesus will destroy him with the breath of his mouth. Words are for communication and also for creation, yeah. but they also are for final destruction. <laughs> he is the good judge. Yeah. He is the perfect judge. And everything that we're fighting against, everything that we're contending against, don't you think heaven already knows this? Oh, well, yeah. So he is going to bring an end of rebellion, lawlessness, and destruction. His kingdom come, his will be done. Yes. And then it goes on. Oh, I loved what you said about words are for, you know, communication, but also creation. And I'm like, yeah, we need to be speaking those words out. And then this is the point that I, I want to come out with here today. And I just love, guys, what you've brought in. But it says in verse 6, Beloved brothers and sisters, we instruct you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So he's not saying, I'm instructing you in my opinion. Because what he said was, we've been hard workers. We, we, we toiled day and night and we're not a burden to you at all. And we didn't do this to say, look how good we are. We did this as an example. We did this as an example to show you what God's desire is for your life. Right. And he says, so we instruct you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to stay away from believers who are unruly or who stray from all that we have taught you. That sounds a little bit harsh there, doesn't it? Like, mm. Then it goes on in verse 11. It says, now we hear rumours that some of you are being lazy and neglecting to work. That these people are not busy, but just busy bodies. That's not a good term either, no. being a busy body. So with the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, we order them to go back to work in an orderly fashion and to exhort them to earn their own living. Brothers and sisters, don't ever grow weary in doing what is right. That word right there means in your worship. So in your actions, yep. in your words, they need to be a form of worship to God, glorifying God, carrying yes. that grace yes. and that anointing everywhere that we go, that our, our very behaviour and words and discussions and, 
and opinions must be a form of worship. It must be worshiping God, which is right and just. Offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. But here he, he points out a number of times that, you, that there are some believers that are being lazy, that are being distracted, um, that, and that the words actually mean they sound lazy, you know, like, the, but they're busy. They're lazy, but they're busy. The term actually means that you're not turning up for the battle. That when it says that you're um, you're distracted, it actually means you're out of um, what's that military term? Yeah, out of formation. You're you're not in formation. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> he's he's a constant supervision. That's what I need. And um, but you're out you're out of formation in the battle plan that yep. God has. And I don't want to be out of formation. I want to be in my place. I want to be holding the line in my place yeah. of grace, of yeah. love, of peace. Come on. So say that line again. You want to be what? I want to be in my place. So it says in Galatians 5, 6. Come on. What 5, 16. So I say, live by the Spirit. Ooh. And again in verse 25, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step yeah. oh, with the Spirit. The Spirit. Let us keep in step with the Spirit. It's good, because if we live gratifying the Spirit, we don't. And and you can understand. I mean, if, mm. if you take what that that scripture there in in about being lazy, into the context of where we are today. Come on, yeah. How how I believe with what's happened to us with the pandemic, it's taken us off. It's throwing every. It's throwing the world off yeah. course. It's definitely throwing us. Well, you guys, because you're in Victoria, more of course than us <laughs> in New South Wales, but. <laughs> Filthy animal. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's grace for that joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but so I, because I, I found at the start of COVID, it was easy to actually just put the trackies on and, and just Ooh, yeah. go through the motions um, and, and then get really angry at the government and then do all those sorts of yeah. things. Um, and, and, but become lazy in the word. Yeah. Oh. And become lazy in prayer. And, oh, and, and so at the, at the start of this year, it was almost like God saying, dude. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Come on, draw near to me. Oh. In this time where you've actually got time. You've yes. got time. Yes. You have time on your hands. Literally have yeah. time on your hands. So live in the spirit. Live by the spirit. Yeah. And since we live by the spirit, we keep can Steep. keep in step yes. with the spirit. And yeah. so it's 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 about us finding that place in our private life where we we ask God to fill us to fill us with mm. revelation. Yep. What's the, what's the word I need for my family? Yep, come on. What's the word I need for my that city? Is, yes. What's the word we need for our church? Our we workplace, need, our school. We need to yep. understand that the Spirit of God, I believe God has done, how long have you been saved? Oh, flipping heck. Uh, is there any count? Maths. Come on. Long time. Uh, I've got 47 numbers. years. 47 years. I believe God wants to get out of you in a way that he's never got out before. Come on. I believe Come on. I believe God has said stop being lazy. Yep. I got a, I got a job to do. The end of you know we say that the, the the times are showing that it's the end days and that sort of whether it is or isn't I don't care as much as that God wants us to step up. Yep. Yeah. Live by the spirit, yep. get it fully anointed, fully immersed in what he wants to accomplish. He watches over his word to accomplish it. Come on. Yeah. Is Jesus and, and, and the Holy Spirit are on us. Excellent. They're in us. That, that same anointing that was on Moses, mm. the same glory that was on come Moses on. when he come down come from on. Mount Sinai, that same glory 
is is us. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. it's greater is he that's in yeah. us. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Jesus. And so so we we I believe God wants us to get a revelation oh. in this season so he can get out of us. Mm. He can he can go and minister through us to yeah. see his spirit accomplish yeah. mighty things with us. Amen. Yeah. So and that, that term um lazy and disorderly also oh. um refers to um you you you're actually turning up at the wrong battle. You're not just turning up at and the, the battle. battle's the Lord's. So yes, we've got to get on, on it. So <laughs> just get and, on it. And there's so many things that we seem to be wanting to fight for at the moment. But really, what is the battle plan? Yeah. What is the Father's battle yeah. plan at the moment? And that is pray for us that the Lord's message will continue to spread rapidly. Oh, um, I've just I'll heard so many people, you know, talking about how our, you know, us plebs here in Victoria. But um, you know that, that it's a, you know the government's this and our leaders that and it's like no 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 we actually need to be praying yeah, yeah not can. not protesting not because there's stuff at the moment like we're getting through the Australian Christian lobby that it was tabled during the week that they want to bring restrictions onto Christian schools and I'm thinking why are they doing this now and I realise it's not them. They don't have this evil, maniacal plan to try and limit all this stuff. This is the spirit of the age that is actually, and they think right. this is a good idea because this brings about, you know, like what they believe is a pattern of peace and and um, a fairness. Yeah, yeah, it is fairness in in everything. But it's that's not what we're we're going for. We're going for the kingdom of God. And so that means that we need to be fighting the right things. We need to be uniting together in prayer against the spirit of this age. Because if you read in 1 Thessalonians 2, it says that the man of lawlessness is being held back at the moment. And you'll understand why he's being held back until the proper time because of your prayers. Because of your prayers. So Prayer is our priority. Prayer is what we need to be doing. We need to be on our face seeking God. And with prayer, prophesy. Yes. It's it's not just asking God. No, come on. It's telling the spirit of the world what what they need to do. It needs to get in line with the word of God. So why? Because God's given us all authority under heaven to prophesy so our Come prayers on. have to incorporate yeah. the prophetic as much as it is asking because you what you ask you'll receive yep. Come on. but we need to prophesy and speak the promises speak the word yep. in the authority that's given to us through the power and the anointing of the holy ghost can so i re- can i read luke go for it please can i read luke i love luke <laughs> yes 418 we all know what it is but if I could say this slow and, and let it sink in, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Yes. And I believe when we pray and, and confess this word and any of God's word, but if we allow the, the weight of the word to actually flood us, I need the anointing and the reality of this scripture. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. I'm not looking for it. I'm not searching for it. I don't, I don't have to. It's not out there and untouchable at an arm's distance. It's not anything that I can do. It's God says the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Mm. He sent me. Everyone say he sent me. He sent me. He sent me. He sent us. He's, we are being sent by the power of the Holy Ghost to heal the brokenhearted. I believe the harvest has never been more ready. People have been isolated. People are broken. People are searching for answers. 
And we have the answer. Yeah. We have the solution. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to proclaim freedom. Yeah. And it's for freedom that Jesus yeah, has set us on. free. To set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the acceptable yes. year of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Come on. Ooh. Today the scripture is fulfilled in yeah. your hearing, yeah. Jesus says. It's fulfilled in you. It's your fulfilled. Head. Come on, it's on you. It's, yeah. it's in you. And then Jesus said, all authority has been given to me in he heaven wants, and on earth. He Therefore, go. Get, he wants to get out of us. And in your going, Come on. whether you're doing a funeral, whether you're at work, whether you're with the family, whether you're at school or not at school, on Zooms or whatever it is, right. that, that we are carrying that message exactly. everywhere that we go. And we do carry the message. Yeah, we do. We carry the way to heaven on yeah. us. We just got to be aware of it. To carry the grace that people wanted to kill Jesus because he had it on him. Yeah. It's on us. Yeah. I love it. And the battle lines are, are clearly defined and the enemy's trying to distract us. And we win. Yeah. That's read the, the book. Thing. Read the end, if you read Revelation. <laughs> it's like it's done. You know? God wins. <laughs> so many people are afraid of Armageddon. Ah. Oh, and that's when Armageddon takes place. And it's like, yes, Armageddon, where God's children righteously triumph woo finally so when someone asks you how you're going say i'm a winner i can't lose i'm yeah. feeling fantastic yes greater is he that's in me yep even if me. you're not feeling it you don't need even to if you're it. not it's, seeing it's it it's the you, truth it's the fact it's that it's life. awareness that come the on. spirit of the living god is on me us. and in yes, me come on um and he has anointed us can i can i just say so when you when you're talking about um all of this wrapped up. Yes. Um, when we go out tomorrow and, and we start a conversation and we feel uh, that we breathe in and we're about to start talking about the way we have talked or, you know, mm. um, working along, maybe continuing with the rhetoric. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, and we're like, oh, I don't want to do this. Then the breath that we have just stored up within our lungs. Come on. We can use that. Come on. To, to go, okay, well, what am I going to say right now? What am I going to declare right mm. now? Right now, what is this breath that has been given to me and, and it's on loan <laughs> and I'm going to have to give it back? I'll do your funeral when it's run out. What Ooh. am I going to say? <laughs> am I going to grab that scripture? Am I going to use that scripture out of Luke? To, am I going to speak that? Come on. Yeah. Am I going to speak life? Yeah. Am I going to bring freedom to the captives? Bring it. Come on. Am I going to bring healing to we those around to. me? Am I going to declare God's kingdom come and it's his time. will be done? Come on. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It now is, time. is the day. It's time. It is time. Today is the day of salvation. Come on. Hallelujah. We need this. We can bring wholeness. Our world needs yep. this. And, and, and as dark as it looks like the revelations gets, it only shows how bright the light God is. really come is. On. Yeah. Come on. We just see so the true. darkness. But, but, and it's the same in our time right here, right now. So... This is a timely message for us. Mm. This is so timely. And, and you may be sitting at home thinking, we, we planned this. This is not a plan. It's been planned. Sorry, mm. it has been planned. Yep. Been planned by the Holy Spirit. Um, so this is a time for us now to, to take stock and, and, and go, okay, listen to this message again on YouTube, guys. Mm. Don't, don't just go through this once. This is important. There's a lot in this. You know, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you guys bringing... Yeah, your perspectives and what the Holy Spirit has given you, yeah. which is, um, you know, what he's revealed to you. And 
We're going we're to have communion, guys. So yeah. um, if you can grab your, your elements. Thank you, Jesus. On the night that Jesus was betrayed. It's funny, you said before about Judas, um, that he just had his eyes on the money thing. And, and that was true because it was all about money. You know, whenever Jesus did something, he's like, why, why did you do that? You know, we could have sold that and done this and done that. But I, I sometimes wonder, because I was asking, you know, why did Jesus keep him around? He still believed in Jesus, but it was almost like he was trying to force Jesus' hand in coming into his kingdom and, and stepping into his authority by manipulating it. I'll go and sign up and, and I get a 30 pieces of silver to do this as well. Oh, it's a win-win in Judas' in Judas's book. You know, like win-win. I get to force Jesus to make his move militarily from heaven. And I also get some coin in my pocket. And then when he realized what he'd actually done, that's, but it was fulfilling scripture. I want to be on the right side of prophecy. You are. I want to be fulfilling prophecy, not just watching it happen going, I was fighting against that. Or even hating it when it does happen, which is what the Pharisees did. They're seeing miracles and everything like that happen. And so we can't get distracted. We can't be taken away from the battle lines that have been given to us. The battle is the Lord's. Yes. You know, and, and we can have as many opinions that we want and think that this is the battle that we need to be fighting with at the moment. But the battle is against the spirit of this age. It's not against people. It's not against the government. It's not against, you know, bureaucracy, even though as angry as those things can make you. It's actually against principalities and powers of this dark age. It's the spirit of the age. So we want to be praying for God's light to shine. And who is God's light? We are the light of the world. Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. And then he said, you're the light of the world. So we're the light of the world. We shine light in these situations. Thank you, Jesus. So on the night that he was betrayed, Jesus took the bread and he gave thanks before he broke it. That's what blows me away. In all seasons, give thanks. He knew what was coming and he still gave thanks. He gave thanks and he said, this is my body that is broken for you. Eat it in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the after supper, he took the cup and he said, this is the cup of my new covenant. This is the promise that my father is making with all of us humans right now. This is a cup of the new covenant. Drink in remembrance. Drink in thanksgiving. And then Paul adds to it, when we eat and drink in this manner, we proclaim the Lord's death, everything that it achieved, that that is where the authority lies now. It's not, you know, and, and it brings unity. It brings peace. It brings, so it brings grace. Oh, I love that, what you said about grace. Oh, Jamie, do you want to pray for the, the, the bread and the cup here? Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. God, I, I just can't express in, in words really, truly how much I'm in love with you. I thank you that you chose all those years ago to die on a cross for, for me and for every one of us here. You shed your blood. In the obedience, you went to the cross. You took the keys of hell and you opened up heaven for us, Lord, and we are eternally grateful. God, I thank you for every good thing that you've done because of Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, for, for your love. I just can't thank you enough for your love. Lord, we just take this in remembrance of your love, but not just to, 
something that happened 2,000 years ago. I, I thank you that today your love is as great now as it was then. And I thank you that your love sustains us. It keeps us. It keeps us strong. It keeps us in you. It keeps us in unity. It keeps us in our own love. Father, I thank you for every good thing. We just take the breath. Thank you, Lord. Holy Ghost. And Lord, I thank you for the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. It's by his stripes we are healed. He poured out his blood for healing. And I, I always I like to take the moment for communion when we drink the blood. If there's any sickness or illness or disease in your body right now, lay it at the feet of Jesus. And it's by the power of his blood you are healed. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Holy Ghost, fill your church. Yes. Holy Ghost, fill your church. Breathe on us, Lord. Receive. Breathe new life today. Today is the day the Lord has made and we yes. shall rejoice in it. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Oh. I realize that people that I've watched in life, the ones that I, I really admire, they seem to always have a common perspective. And they don't necessarily say it, but I've witnessed it in their life. And it's this. Even if God does nothing more from, for me from this point on, he's already done more than enough. He's already done more than enough. Because as humans, we're just always, oh, but I still need this. Oh, and I still need that. I want it. I need it. And it's like, no, no, no. Even if he didn't, does nothing ever again, he's done more than enough to hear for me to rejoice and to worship him and to be content and just saying, you've done it. You've done it. The message of the gospel, that salvation has come to our homes. It's come to our souls. We are whole, healed, grace-filled, saved. Saved. Amen. How beautiful is that? Thank you, Lord. Before we finish up, I know we've gone a little bit longer, but can we just pray for our nation? Um, and we're in Victoria, so specifically, we want to pray for Victoria. Um, that this, because this is a spirit. It's a spirit. It's, it's not a, like, we keep getting told it's a medical experts and everything like that. And I don't want to say anything against that, but there's a spirit. Sickness comes through a spirit. It's an infirmity. It's a spirit. So um, we, we want to stand against the spirit of this age. And as a church, we want to start. I, I really have felt it this week. We need to stand against it. I've had so many distractions this week. And I'm like, why have I been distracted? Why is this happening? Why is that happening? Why is my mind wandering off onto that? And then I realized it's the spirit of this age. He just tries to influence us through whatever way he can to get us off the, from the battle line. Get us off the battle line and getting us going and fighting the wrong battle. I don't want to be fighting the wrong battle. I want to be fighting the battle. The one. I want to be fighting the battle of the Lord. You know, like, yeah. So, Father, we just thank you right now for your church. Oh, Jesus, that you died for a triumphant church and you see us as a clean and perfect bride ready to, to receive the bridegroom. So right now, Father, we thank you for what's happening in the, in the earth at the moment. 
You might, you might ask, how can we thank him? Because in all seasons, give thanks. So, Father, we thank you for what you've done. And we thank you for what you're doing. And we want to get in step with your spirit. So we stand in agreement against the spirit of this age, against the principalities and powers that are influencing the bureaucrats and influencing the government in what they think is the right way to go. Father, we ask for wisdom. We ask for discernment in our leaders' minds and in the discussions that they have. Father, we ask that you would cause a shift and a transformation in our state, in our nation. And we speak to this COVID virus and we say no more. No more in Jesus' Name. No more. We speak to your influence. We speak to your infection. And we say no more in Jesus' Name. And Father, we just ask for a release of your grace. We ask for dreams and visions. We ask for, because for, when the Holy Spirit was leased, it says, now my sons and daughters are going to prophesy. And old men dream dreams and young men see visions. Father, I thank you for dreams and visions and prophecies flowing. That when we meet people, we'll start saying, hey, I know your hope is in whether when the state of emergency is going to be released. But that's not what the hope's all about. The hope is about. Here, where is your soul? Where is your feet in the battle line? Where, what steps are you following after? What are you proclaiming? What are you prophesying? What are you speaking into being? What are you being thankful for? Father, thank you for the challenges that we have. Thank you for the challenges because we get to count them as joy because these are trials of our faith, not of our opinion, not of our rights. These are trials of our faith. Father, may faith grow in the church. May faith grow. May it rise up. Oh, may the Word of Jesus be proven to be true and true and true and true and everything else erroneous and false. Jesus, we honour Your Word. We honour Your ways. We honour Your model. We honour Your example as being the only true example of a righteous man on this earth. And we desire to be followers of You. Father, have Your way. May Your Spirit of revelation, Your Spirit of wisdom, Your Spirit of peace and your spirit of grace be upon all of us. I thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.